All right. Welcome everyone to another episode of Modern Wong Chat, where I get to talk to my friends a little bit online, especially during quarantine. It sucks for me, like pretty badly. Um, this show right now is live on Twitch. Uh, of course, you can also watch this on YouTube, on Spotify, on listen to on Spotify, on iTunes, uh, everywhere. Uh, so you know, feel free to enjoy this anywhere you want. Tonight, I have my friend Amaranth here. Um, She's a big streamer. Uh, she, I don't know, she works really, really hard. You know, I'll let her introduce herself. It'd be easier. Hey there, how are you doing? Okay. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, if you haven't heard about me, I'm Amaranth. I have been streaming for almost four years now. I do a variety of content, IRL streams. I play games only sometimes. Do ASMR, I do a lot of fitness streams. I like to have streams with my animals as well. Big dog lover. And uh, that's pretty much it. I stream my life. I've done sleep streams recently. I pretty much stream every day, all the time. You never stop. You were just doing uh, a Just Dance stream earlier, right? Just now? Yeah, I was. How was that? Tiring, but really fun. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's my cardio. I don't like running, so <sighs> that's how I work out. I like right, right now for me, I don't think we're, I mean, we are allowed to go outside, kind of, but not really at the same time. So like they want us yeah. to stay at home at least for in LA. Um, they're like, oh, you, it's weird because they have all these rules. Like you either have to stay at home or you have to wear a mask when you go outside, but they can't really tell you not to go outside at the same time. It, it's strange. Mm. Um, yeah, that's here right now too, have to wear a mask. Because as, just started. as long as you go saying like, oh, I'm on my way to the supermarket, then they can't really stop you, but you can't really go out and about, like to a trail or something. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Where are you? I forget. Are you in California? Texas. Texas, right. Um, yeah, no, I have a few friends there. I was talking to Turney last week too about, you know, how it's like, aren't you guys opening up soon? I yeah, I think like within the next week or so, there's going to be establishments open. Huh. Um, but we have to wear a mask still, so... It's not as restrictive here. Like you can still go to a park. They're not going to stop you. But, but now you just have to wear a mask when you're out, or else you can get a fine or go to jail. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to enforce it though because it is. I I don't know. Um, there's there's protests everywhere about people saying like we should you know open up the state uh, the state again. I get it. I get it. Money reason or you know um, we have don't want government to have too much power. But overall, it's I, I don't know. It, it's a strange time. But is it better for you because you're streaming at home? Yeah, I don't really find it much different for me just because I was basically quarantining myself for the past four years of streaming. Um, you know, but as far as the ability to go out, I do miss that. I do miss like going to do IRL streams. That was always fun for me. Hmm. And now it like not having the option sucks, even though I didn't go out that much anyways. But that's about it as far as what's changed. Yeah, I, I miss going to conventions. Um, I was supposed to go to a conventions every other week before this happened. Oh, really? That's a lot. It is a lot. That's like my average. My average is about like every other week. Um, I don't know. That's, that's a lot of conventions. I mean, every time you see me, it was at a convention so far, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it makes sense. Just for me, I go like to only a few a year. So it's crazy. I can't even imagine how much traveling that must be <laughs> always moving around i actually just put my suitcase away uh last night 
Well, when I say last night, I mean this morning. Um, my sleep schedule is a mess. My sleep schedule is. Oh yeah. I actually just woke up like half an hour ago. What? Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah, my sleep schedule is. Well, it it changed every day. When I had convention, it used to be better. It used to be like, okay, I will uh, sleep very late, and then maybe even like three in the morning, or whatever, and then I'll wake up uh, maybe at noon. That's okay-ish. And then after that, you know, a convention kind of reset my schedule because every other week I have conventions, so I kind of have to like go to the con, right. so I have to be at normal people's schedule. Um, but then, <laughs> because now we don't have that, my sleeping schedule is still kind of a pattern, but it's not every day. It's like every week. I've, I would have one day normal, one day wake up late, the next day wake up really late, and then the next day, like, didn't sleep until, like, maybe 9 a.m. And then, wow. yeah, and then we wake up already 6, 7 p.m., horribly. And then suddenly I'll wake up, uh, and then the next day I'll just not sleep for a day so I can reset, and the day after I'll just reset. And then it'll just um, become fine. So, I don't know, and that's kind of repeats every week. It, it's random. I'm doing a, I mean, this vodcast kind of help, so I'm more normal-ish. Well, that's good. Yeah, for me, I just don't even have a sleep schedule. I just nap, basically. I wouldn't call it a full night of sleep because I go to bed, like, at 3 and I wake up at 6 sometimes. Like, a.m. A.m. to a.m. Like, it's bad. Do, it's awful. I feel like um, your schedule is based on your stream. Do you have a stream schedule or it's just, like, always... I, I, I did, I was getting one and then the Corona hit. So I started streaming all day, literally and doing sleep streams actually has helped me sleep more because on those I sleep extra long, but on my days when I'm not doing a sleep stream, I'll often get anywhere from like three to five hours of sleep. It's atrocious. I, it's trash. I, I, I think I hop in once to see, cause I, you know, you're on my list of, uh, recommended on like friends and stuff on this on twitch so every time you stream and it show up but you're always on there i'm like wow she's streaming again um the sleeping ones right those are those um easier i don't know because like is you put it under no category because i remember like sleeping wasn't allowed before and then they kind of let it happen or I, I don't know what's the rule for that um you can you can as long as you don't put it in a category, you can sleep on stream. And I just actually sleep. People try to wake me up with the text-to-speech donations. Uh -huh. Sometimes it works. Other times, I don't even hear it. But um, it's my favorite is when they just spam the same thing in a row. It's, it's, that usually <laughs> will wake me up. But it's like seven, 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 seven. I don't know if you've seen that before. People just spam nonsense. <laughs> and it's um, not that part. Yeah, it's it's a good time. Uh, I, I quite enjoy it, actually, because I get to sleep extra, and I often have my dog in the room, I see too, and he cuddles with me. <clears throat> I see a puppy. Yeah. It's very cute. Uh, Thank you. No, it's, it's great. I mean, that is it's kind of like sleeping on, uh, on your job. I mean, I kind of did that before at my yeah. old job, but not supposedly allowed. <laughs> oh, oh, whoops. <laughs> but it's okay. I got my job done, so not, not really big. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, uh, that's that's a problem. Like I used to work a desk job, a normal person job. So I was right. just you know um, nine to five, uh, sometimes remote, uh, sometimes at office. But it's I don't know. It's did did you work a retail or like normal job or day job, desk job before? Um, I actually did character performing for children's oh. birthday parties, and like hospital visits. So I I basically a Disney princess without being a theme park. 
um, I, was my job. I had lots of friends. So, no, that I never that. did retail. Um, I did that, and I also worked at the opera in Houston and the ballet doing costuming for a while, like seasonal help. Mm. And so that's basically what I did before I started streaming and just costuming and then being a Disney princess. So, how, how did you find out streaming? I kind of randomly got into it. Well, I, kn I knew that it was a thing just because, like, I was often watching, like, Game Grumps and stuff. And occasionally mm. they would talk about, like, live streaming and Twitch. I mostly was just watching YouTube Let's Plays. But then uh, Twitch invited me to start streaming costumes because at the time they were doing a creative category, right, when they first started it back in 2016. That was really recent and they then. said, hey. Hmm? Well, well, recent because they, they contacted me, too, about it because, um, you know, I do a lot of cosplay photo stuff and I work with lots of cosplayers. Mm -hmm. And I was um, representing a few cosplayer at that time too. So yeah, I remember when they first started. Um, I forgot what's the lady's name, um, but yeah, they reached out to me as well when they first started. So it's actually not that long ago. It felt like it felt like longer, but I know it wasn't that long ago. 2016. Oh, four years. Yeah, Five? four years. Dude, you grew a yep. lot since then. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's kind of insane. I think I started with like 15 viewers when I started streaming. Uh-huh. And then now it's... And that's still like I feel like that's still a lot for first stream because um I got lucky. I already had like a cosplay page on mm. in Instagram, which was very small at the time, maybe like a thousand followers, but better than nothing. So And I think that's a lot of us. Like I got I've gotten many people asking us how we are um how do we get popular on the internet, you know? Uh, there's many ways, but I feel like some of us just got very lucky as well. Like we work really hard. You work really hard. Like every time people uh, ask me about you or they talk about you at all, I say, I don't, I don't care. But like whatever you say, this girl works really, really hard. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm just very motivated and I try to keep my goals in mind. So how do, I just keep pushing every day. How do you keep yourself motivated like all the time? Because like, um, I have like <laughs> only one passion in life, and that is to save animals, and so that's my that's what I'm saving for every day. I want to open a rescue shelter, like a big ranch style one that's like no kill, no nonprofit for dogs and horses. So every day I'm just like, oh, I gotta keep streaming so I can get to my goal faster and go do what I'm what I've always wanted to do, you know. So that's how I look at it. People are like, how can you just stream every day? Because like every day I look at it. And I think, okay, if I wake up and I stream, I'm one step closer to my goal. Uh -huh. I think because you never know what happens on stream, right? Yeah. Like someday it would be my, maybe a high viewer day, maybe you get a lot of subs, maybe you get, you know, a lot of traction. Someone features you, someone hosts you. Like every day is an opportunity to grow. Mm -hmm. And the faster mm -hmm. I grow, the sooner I can save animals. So I'm just like, oh, I got to do it. I can't risk that not streaming on a day. You know, if I, if I have nothing to, better to do, I might as well. If I have something to do, that's like a YouTube video or a photo shoot, then I'll take most of the day off and stream at night. But if I don't have anything lined up for the day, then every day is another chance to keep growing. So that's how I look at it and stay motivated. That's I couldn't do it if I didn't have like a really like strong passion. See, yeah, that's I don't think yeah, I could do it. what I was wondering too, because it's hard to do it because you are so consistent and that's, that is, someone said in chat like admirable it is it is hard like there are days it's like working out you know like there are days like mm -hmm. i can just lay in bed and just play games or like you know not do anything uh but you're incredibly consistent um how far are you from your goal from this dream um 
it's hard to say because the the goals that I have in mind are kind of changing as I go along. Like I'm researching more and discovering like, oh, I want to do that too. Like there's like other facilities I'm inspired by and like they have like amazing state-of-the-art like air conditioning bedrooms for dogs to stay in and like half acre play yards with pools and each yard for dogs to mm-hmm. play in. So like as I continue to grow and find out more, my goals get bigger so i'm I'm not really sure how far away i am exactly at least a few years for sure Mm. um and then even then i'm still going to be planning to stream it so i won't be like able to retire or anything and i wouldn't want to because i want to educate people and bring awareness but um i think social media is a very powerful tool for that you can find adopters you can find fundraising opportunities you can find people to network with so i i don't think that i'm close but I think maybe hopefully within the next five years or so, I can start that endeavor. Okay. If I stay on this trajectory. I mean, if I grow a crazy amount, I could start it sooner. But um, that's what I'm looking at right now is starting it hopefully within the next five years. If Twitch stays the same and doesn't shut down or anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of us are relying on a platform. Uh, some are on Instagram, some are on Twitter. Uh, some of us are on um, you know, uh, whatever YouTube, uh, is, is kind of scary where our livelihood is, you know, kind of stuck by a platform, but hopefully we have enough, you know, skills that can trans transfer from one to another. Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of new from, uh, the streaming world. I started seriously, maybe, I don't know, like less than half a year ago. So still relatively new. Um, but I don't know. It's hard right now. I feel like it's harder to grow too because we have many people oh, yeah. who are doing it. Uh, I mean, a lot of us first started doing kind of for funsy, and they kind of become this big thing. But in the beginning, a lot of us were. Um, but now we have people who are doing it because um, quarantine. You know, people see us a new way to work. Um, but I feel like it's right. balanced out for most people. At least for most of the people I talk to on this stream. Um, they are getting about the same. They grow a little bit, uh, but about the same because we have more consumer, more um, people who are watching Twitch, but then we also have more people who are streaming. So it's uh, kind, right. of, kind of balanced out. Is it the same for you? Um, yeah, like I'll notice a bit of an influx, but it definitely varies day to day. Um, I, I think there are more people on, but I don't know if they're necessarily new people to the platform as much as they are old users that just came back and they already have their favorites you know they like watching so um even though it seems like there's a lot more people on twitch i don't know if it's necessarily funneling into new viewers percentage Mm -hmm. um but yeah i I don't know i'm not really sure it just depends some days i'll have like a lot of people and other days it'll be like a normal amount like pre-corona so Mm -hmm. it just depends uh it's kind of hard to game it it usually depends on like what activity I'm doing. I'll notice like the hype programming gets more viewers. Mm-hmm. Like like the hype ones get more hyped, and then the other programs that people aren't as hyped about just kind of stay. Like pool streams get a lot. Um, on the weekends, sleep streams get quite a bit. ASMR gets a lot just because people have all different time zones mm-hmm. use it to relax, especially when times are stressful. So it just depends what I'm doing. I've started doing podcasts on my own. That's been getting I saw. okay lately. Yes. Yeah. How's that coming along? It's been okay. Um, it's hard to find guests consistently, right? Like who, who are <laughs> new, right? Because I'm just not very well networked, I guess. So I don't know a lot of the people who would inter- be interested in being on. So for me, it's hard to like 
reach I'm trying to reach out more, but it, I find it hard to think of people to invite who I haven't already invited. Mm -hmm. So I'm always this, meeting new people. I think this is a uh, 11 week of my show. So it's, oh, wow. yeah, at first I was doing two people per day, uh, per week. And then I was like, I get bored because like I only do, I was doing Tuesday and Wednesday. I was still doing it because of convention schedule. So meaning I was saving Monday, like, you know, Thursday to Monday open just in case, you know, convention happens, uh, which it does. Cause let's say PAX East, it was Thursday to Monday. So I actually got, I was got there on Wednesday and then got back on either Tuesday or Monday. So it takes, takes out almost a whole week, especially convention were longer and longer mm -hmm. now. Well then, and then that didn't happen. And then we kind of slowed down conventions and then suddenly just no convention at all. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll do, uh, you know, Tuesday to Thursday. Uh, and then now it's, 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 it's okay. Not bad. Like I, I realized mm -hmm. I'm pretty good at networking. That's a weird thing that I have to realize. I thought it's just like, oh no, I just, uh, talk to people. just hang out. That's pretty common, but apparently it's not, but also because I am an extreme extrovert. So I go to convention. Like, that's why I go to convention every other week. Mm -hmm. But it kind of helped that like, oh, I get to talk to people. Bring you out of the shell. Yeah. And this is kind of my way of like, hey, how about I just talk to friends? So then, you know, I don't have to uh, stuck at home and, you know, try to you know, slowly yeah. going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I really, it definitely helps to do podcasts I'm finding. I feel like I actually can socialize, not feel so lonely and isolated. Mm -hmm. Um. I actually want to do a cosplayers podcast. I don't know if you'd be interested in joining that. Yeah, of with course. Maybe other cosplay girls, if you know any who would be interested. I, I'm sure the combined of us, we know a lot of cosplayers. Yeah, I know Bindo for sure. Mm -hmm. I, I Jess was going to come to my podcast last week, and then she had a scorpion and an issue and like a water pipe burst or for her pool or some filter thing. I don't know. She, but, uh, she's yeah. having a lot of scorpion issue. Of, yeah. Yeah, she's having a lot of stuff right now. So maybe when her, it gets less stressful for her that's why like i don't want to live you know where she is i'm like oh my god like what if i get stabbed by crazy animals it's like a mini australia yeah yeah, yeah she, i think she was saying that like they were they were finding scorpions in their shoes when they went to like yeah. put on shoes they'd just be scorpions in there and she was posting that how they're they can swim in water i'm like oh, nope i'm good i'm good I, i'm just gonna <laughs> nope, stay nope 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 my way out of there but yeah i've been shooting cosplay for over 10 years so i'm like Wow, I do know cosplayers, um, but it's been a long time. Cosplaying is so it's a weird space. Um, I oh definitely it's cosplay. It's a fun space though. It is. I here. Hold on. In a weird turn of events, this is in my house. Also, I'm wearing like home outfits. <laughs> this is in my house right now. <laughs> this is yours. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, from weird turn of events, I end up having this and this is left here. So, like, like oh, great. Yes. I was like, what is this? I'm like, oh, it's once you cosplay that Fortnite swimsuit thing. Yes, yes, we had two of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I... anyway, so this is just in my room for the whole <laughs> longest time. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll just put it in my room and keep it there. So, yep. voila. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we did that because uh, I needed the prop, but I wouldn't fit in the suitcases. So we shipped it, and then like the shipment hadn't gotten to the hotel on the day that I was going to wear it. So then we went out and we bought another one. And so then the one that got there, we didn't end up needing after all. I have a lot of, I have a few props here and there because of cosplayers, but I also have 
a lot of girls' clothing. Uh, oh, yeah. Where does, where does the girl clothing come from? Because we shoot, and then we change when we shoot. So, like, even in my car, I think I cleaned out my car recently, so it's finally gone. But there were times that be like random, like chokers, even lingerie, and all kind of clothing. <laughs> Uh, shoes. I have a pair of like heels, high heels. They're not that great though. But I have a pair of high heels in my trunk. Um, just a lot of random stuff. Like, so so if I'm dating anyone, they have to understand this is part of the job. It's not like, oh, whose bra is this? Because I would actually like, I don't know, Sarah, <laughs> Jane. I don't know, one of them maybe. Oh, mate, no, maybe, Ooh. maybe it's Monica. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if they don't understand, they'll be like. What the f- like? Who are you sleeping with? You know, so right, right, right. Yeah, like even com- look at it as wardrobe in case she ever needs stuff. Yeah, and company also go. send me stuff sometimes too. They give they send me like lingerie, so then you know we can shoot it, promote right. it. Um, mm-hmm. what is that one that uh, Vera works with? Um, Honey Burdette. I actually like their stuff a lot. Oh, I've never tried them before. Honey Burdette. Uh, they look classy. Um, price point is not bad. They're like Asian agent provocateur, but not as expensive. So, oh, okay. So not bad. Um, I wonder are they taking a big hit or are they actually doing well now because of coronavirus? Like all the lingeries. I don't know. Hmm. Or does it doesn't affect them? I don't know. Guess oh, I don't know. Cause... You would think. Maybe because people are quarantined with each other and nothing to do. But on the other hand, they're also out of a job. So I don't know. Because I was um, watching the news and I think we are going to have a condom shortage. Mm. Yeah. Really? Because I think the manufacturer are either slowing down on making stuff or people have to quarantine. So they kind of slow down. I think it's in somewhere in Asia. I forgot which country is one of the main producer of uh, condoms. But uh, yeah, and I feel like there's a huge increase need for it. Nothing else to do. Yeah, so <laughs> there's a there's a huge need for it right now, and people are like, "Yep, they're at home having fun, and they need condoms, and we running low, low, not as low as toilet I paper." I do think this is gonna this is potentially going to be the next baby boom if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, we, there's nothing there, to do. People are stuck at home. People are saying, calling them what quarantine babies, and when they hit their mm-hmm. teen years, they're quarantine. Um, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. so that's that's gonna be a thing. Yeah. Um, that's good. What else have you like? Other than I know you streaming is pretty much a live work kind of thing. It's like a both already. I I, I know this is like ver- yeah. You stream almost at least twelve hours a day on average, but yeah. do you do other stuff for fun? No, <laughs> I really don't. I don't have free time. Like, in a way. Like, this sounds really, it sounds bad, but I actually don't mind it. Twitch has ruined um, wanting to play video games in my free time for me because I'm like, oh, I could be streaming this. But then I also know that if I stream it, it's not going to do well. Like, it's just like not a, like a, not a very streamable uh-huh. game yeah, that yeah, people yeah. want to watch. You know, it's like a one player thing. And so I end up just like never playing most games <laughs> that, I w- that I would normally be interested in. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like, that anything I could do in my free time, you know, was honestly just a procrastination mm. activity. Like, there's nothing that I'm actually passionate about doing for fun that I like trumps my ultimate passion to help the animals. So I'm like, do I actually want to 
you know, play a game by myself off stream. Because really, if I think about it, gaming is not a, like a passion of mine. Like the animals would be. Gaming is something that I feel like I did growing up because I didn't have the time. Or I had the time, but not the money to actually like have animals and do what I want. Like I've always dreamed of being on a ranch. Mm -hmm. So I feel like now that I see an opportunity, I'd rather just keep working towards that. And then I can have fun later, you know, mm. that like delayed gratification thing. That's a really delayed gratification. You're like saying like, yeah, I can, yeah, I can delay you know. it for like a few years. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there are people out there who are in a lot of debt and who don't even have their jobs right now because of the quarantine. I'm like, I'm, I'm very blessed. So mm -hmm. I feel like in my job is probably a lot more fun than other people's. Mm -hmm. Like, although, although it's a lot of hours, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I get to dance and play games that I that I want to play if I if I wanted to play them I get to paint pictures I get to cook at home and I get to lay by the pool and I get to work out and get paid for it so I mean at the end of the day I have it a lot better than so many others out there so I have no right to be complaining or wanting my own free time or vacations that kind of thing because I feel like my job is other people's free time like it's the equivalent I you know like that's what they would be doing in their free time yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, it's, it's hard to combine between work and life. And as you said, you know, it's, it's very lucky that we get to do jobs that's kind of, you know, um, that we enjoy. And also we get, get to get paid for it. It's difficult to find that mm -hmm. balance. Um, I'm starting to have that problem, however, with cosplay, like, uh, or photography in general, mm -hmm. where I'm like, this is what I love doing when I first started, but has become more or less a job. So I kind of change it a right. little bit. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sick of it, of course. I felt that way with cosplay too. Um, it was the same feeling I found. That it was like, cosplay is not my ultimate passion. Cosplay is something that I grew up doing because I didn't have the money to do what I actually wanted to do. But so much time to kill, right? And you can make like a budget cosplay and stuff. And then so they I feel like there are so many activities. I get yeah, typecasted. I feel like, yeah, for there are so many activities like that, I find. That when you are, you know, when you don't have like your dream within reach, you just find other things to fill the time, and those are your hobbies and interests. You know, I don't know. That's just how I kind of look at it because I used to be like so out of money that I couldn't even afford gas to go visit friends. And mm -hmm. so that's why I played lots of video games instead. I was very lonely and I had no money. And, I, and that's why I like started making like armor out of craft foam you know costume like this is fun something that fuels my creativity mm -hmm. i can't there's nothing else that i can afford doing right same same you know i couldn't like yeah so it's it was something that and that's um, what shaped who i am but not my passion so i'd rather spend my time working towards that instead that's what made cosplay so awesome because like um when we first started there was not a lot of materials and a lot of um tutorials right. So we have to find yeah. ways to get very, like, creative. Ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> creative. Like ratchet cosplays. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've seen a, like, lots of hmm, interesting. This is a poster board left over from a school project. This will work for some armor pattern. <laughs> Card box. Exactly. Like, we had to get creative with, like, very cheap materials. And now it's, like, so fancy with, like, 3D printers and, oh, and Kids and everything. And now it's, like... It actually feels a lot like work now, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I have to like kids have a good to say. It's like that's pressure to keep up, right? Mm -hmm. With like 
the people who are doing all the crazy, fancy, amazing cosplays. Now there's like so much pressure rather than everyone just cutting stuff out of cardboard and craft foam and making it work. You know, it feels like there's a big gap now between like really good cosplayers and then like the affordable cosplays. There is, yeah. Because they get expensive really fast. Oh, it gets really expensive very fast. Like even Jess with her giant costume, like those um, using Warbler or whatever, even not 3D printed, Warbler, a sheet of those is like, what, $200 or something? $200. And then she needs like mm -hmm. three or four sheets that should be like a giant armor. Um, her like yeah. WoW cosplay yeah. is Pricey. It's expensive, you know? And people always say, oh, no, it's just a very cheap, fun hobby. It's like, no, it's really expensive. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Not when better materials became available. Maybe like back in I don't know pre two thousand ten. Maybe maybe that was when it was like a cheap cost like hobby in comparison to drugs or something. Mm -hmm. You know. And, and you, <laughs> but now it's definitely expensive. And it's annoying because <laughs> like uh, you know I, I talk to cosplayer lots about this all the time. Is that the more money you spend on costume, the more armor, more stuff the less people care usually. I mean, there's some care, but like no. when it comes to like people like, for example, especially supporting to like, hey, you know, I love to do this for passion. You know, people always say, oh, how right. about you make some real cosplay? And then sure, right. you make a giant armor cosplay that's real, you know? Yeah. And then like, cool. And that's it. Like engage nope. even yep. engagement is low. And then people is definitely not paying for it. They're not supporting you for it. And that's like, Come on. Right. Like I like I yeah. support everyone who like wants to make cool cosplays and do armor like like I'm I'm like you go. You do what you want to do. Mm. But yeah, it is discouraging, I'm sure, to all the like I know a lot of people make really sick armor cosplays and they put so much hour and so much hard work into it. And so much time and money and literally blood, sweat and tears into mm -hmm. it. And they look amazing. And then they get like a fraction of the likes they get if they just wore like a misty cosplay. Yep. Like shorts and sh shorts in a tank from Walmart, and, and you know, side ponytail wig. I mean, it, it's sad. It's not fair, but except for photos, sadly, that's just how it works. Selfies you know? do better than your Photoshop photos. Oh yes, absolutely. And so that's why I'm saying, like, the days for cosplay photographers are kind of over already. But you know, it it is what it is. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, we can't. It sucks. Uh, it, it actually does suck, but we can't argue with the way the world is. I mean, here's the thing. There's no point. I, I always say this. Like, we are mostly supply to demand. Um, there's only few of us that can change demand. Uh, you you know, you're, you're the very few that can kind of do that. But most people are mostly supplying to a demand. So we will do mostly what people want to support. Um, if they want to if people want a bikini cosplay, sure. But if they want a cart box cosplay or someone just, you know, dress up in cart box and they're willing to support that, sure, then everyone will start doing it. So it's kind of um, up to the people, uh, especially in America. So, yeah, it's <sighs> it's, it's difficult. <laughs> I feel bad for the way that social media works sometimes. It's just. I don't think that there's much we can do about it. At the end of the day, sex sells, you know? Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, um, how difficult it is to mod your channel? Because you have, like, average, like, few thousand viewers. But then there's a lot of, you know, not so nice comments. <laughs> and they kind of get... I don't know mods how difficult is it. <laughs> they just say, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. How many mods uh, do you have? I think I have around like 40 mods oh. right now. 
Yeah. Do you have so, to like? Do you have to meet with them to let them know like what is the uh, your channel kind of uh, you know not standard but like what is your kind of culture that you have on your channel versus other people? I don't know. Yeah, I, I let them know and like we have like a Discord group for it. Um, mods say it's pretty difficult sometimes. I get some interesting messages. That's what they say. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of crazy people. Uh, a lot of perverts and a lot of just sad little people i saw <laughs> i saw you sad were doing a uh, a stream a few days ago on um what's it unbanning people like going through do they email you or something oh yes or yes they'll if they've been banned there's like a form they can fill out and they'll submit it um to me for the review on stream and decide if i should unban them or not with chat i let chat help me and uh, they're like my jury and we decide the fate of them. <laughs> That's fun. Because um, I get, of course, not as so much as you do, but I get lots of um, unsolicited um, message as well on my Instagram and Twitter and stuff. Oh, yeah. I get, I get, I get hit. I know, you know, it's good confidence boost sometimes. They tell me, you know, I look very pretty. They love my blonde hair and blue eyes and my sexy breast. That's what they always tell they me. Because they think you're the girl. They picture? always think I am like the girls. I don't know how. Like, my Martin Wong. It's Martin yes, Wong. It's my face. And it's obviously a photographer. And they're all different people. It's not, sometimes not just girls. They're guys. Uh, there's different ethnicity, yeah. <laughs> different hair color. But you know what? Uh, I, got, I got called Princess the other day. So that was pretty nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I was like, Moving up in the world. Gorgeous, beautiful, glamour, um, glamorous uh, princess. I think that's what they said. Yeah. So. Some guys, I, I mean, I even talk to them sometimes. Uh, so, so on Facebook Messenger, I do answer everyone uh, on my page. Uh, that was right. my old policy. I kind of kept it. Everyone, do you ever get messages from girls? Like, do they ever send like, in, like instead of dick pics, do they send like clip pics? No, to you? Do you ever get I am missing out. I feel like that is. Not I didn't nice. know that was a an option, so I did not get that. But Should I've got lots of dick pics. Oh, yeah, like. Uh, this is one. <laughs> this is one strange thing, though. Uh, I'm not sure it's the same for you, but maybe it's a culture thing. I have a lot of Middle Eastern guy hit on me, but they send me porn. Oh, yes, but they send Do me. They send pictures of roses. They send roses. That's what yes, I they send roses. Yes, they send. Here, but they also you, send me rose with a pretty lady. They send me porn, which yeah. is really strange. Why? And it's not like they're dick or anything. It's just they'll send me like lesbian porn. They'll send me you know heterosexual <laughs> porn, uh, sometimes gay porn, and I I don't get it. It's like. First of all, do you think I'm the girl or the guy? Are you? Is this an offering or is this a suggestions? Now I'm curious. Mods, do people do do viewers send you that kind of stuff? Do viewers send you like dick pics and porn saying passes along the amaranth or anything? I hope not. I won't be. Surprised. A lot of my older mods run like the the day to day elements too of my stream, and so I feel like if anyone's targeted, they would be. Like people always give me stuff to pass along to Jess, and I'm like, not really. Okay, that's good. I'm like, okay. But yeah, no, they, they should tell me messages to, to Jess. But no, but I get messages from like guys sending me porn. And then this one guy, you know, he said he want to have sex with me. I'm like, okay, I'll entertain you. Um, <laughs> how? Like, I really want to know how. Because he's obviously not from this country, you know, from his Facebook and everything. Um, so I just want to know how does it work logistically? Like, are you flying me out? Or are you flying over here? And then he kind of 
didn't talk about it. He just kept sending me porn. I'm like, no, 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 go back to the sex. I want the sex. Tell me, how does that work logistically? <laughs> and they won't tell me. So, Whoa. so yeah. So, so you haven't gotten offers in your email yet? Oh, like, I have. One night or however much money. So I brought this up before too. Uh, it's actually on my profile as well. But um, I one of the best offer I have ever gotten is that $7,000 for a porn scene. I know that could be kind of low, but okay. But however, it's a really weird question. I, I screenshot it, but it's very confusing because they were saying that they're willing to offer me. Um, I think the question was, will you willing to f- shoot a scene for a private Pornhub channel for $7,000? So at first I'm like, oh, they think I'm a girl. They want me to, you know, be a porn star and then in their film. But then I'm like, Maybe they do know I'm a photographer and they wanted me to shoot it, you know, because they said, do you, are you willing to shoot it? So I'm like, okay, they might think I'm a, I'm a photographer. Okay, not too bad. But then the more I think about it and pe- my friends were commenting, it could be the other way too. It could be like, do they mean like I, they think I am the guy and I have to pay them $7,000 to be in a porn scene? So I, I don't know what does the $7,000 means. Like, am I paying them or are they paying me? Um... I don't know. So that is so far. That is the best offer I have gotten. So that's my that's asking price. If I seven k starting and then yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm sure people <laughs> people have told you crazy amounts before. Uh, you should keep track of like what is the highest offer you have gotten. Just as an offer. <laughs> but then people. Just... I don't know. I actually don't remember what my highest was. I know somebody. I know at least one person offered thirty k. I can't remember what, what I got. I I talked about another one a few weeks ago in my email, uh-huh. and he offered more. I don't remember how much though. What, I can't quite remember. What about feet photos. Feet photos. Sometimes people request them. It's strange because um, like people would take my photos of like all the cosplayer and models I shot with, and they would just crop out everything else. And post those pictures of just their feet. Just the feet? Yeah. And they asked me, do I have more? Like, just crop the other photos in. They, I don't know. It's strange. It's, it's, uh, it's like, I don't know. Like, if, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't can't shape, you know, you can like whatever you like. It's just strange how they will just crop out the rest of the photo and use that as, what's, what's that one website? Uh, Wiki um, Feet or something? Which one? Which one? I've never heard of this. Yeah. So I'm sure you. Now I'm curious. Oh, I'm sure you're on it too. Like, eighty. Kinzer really wants to know. She's my she's my foot fetish mod. So yeah, I'm like Kinzer. Eighty percent. Kinzer wants to know. Eighty percent of my cosplayer or models have definitely been on it, and yeah, they crop out my photos for it, which is like okay, but there's a full set of photos available. But all right, um, I had to. I actually have to download my photos a lot from websites. They get leaked. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. The leaks. Do you do you submit the the, the takedown notices? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I have to. Is I was talking to <clears throat> Mac Twenty last week about this. It's it's strange because, you know, I'm pirating my own photos to see if there are leak sets of photos. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Do you get that a lot too? I don't know where they go to, but there's many sites that do that. Um. I don't have any kind of photos to leak. What do you mean? Mm. Um. <laughs> Go follow me on my social media, guys. Yeah, yeah, guys. Um, no, I it's 
it's a weird time um, with all the different websites, different link. Um, I know a lot of us going from. Am I allowed to say Patreon stuff? I'm allowed to say it. I just can't link it. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Twitch rules to be like what is allowed to promote and what's not allowed to promote. Um, um it depends what's on it. I think if it's if it has adult content, you can't like promote your Patreon. If it is, you know, yes. not not something you would be able to wear on stream. So I think you. I know you're not allowed to put in a description. I think I don't know, but are you allowed to say it on stream? Or is no, that also not if you're if your landing page indicates it at all. No, you're not technically allowed to say it on stream or write it. Oh, promote it at all. If, but if your landing page, like, say they went to your landing page for it, and it was it was it was like sponsor friendly, like safe, like uh huh, it was safe uh -huh. for work, safe for Twitch. Okay, nothing okay. Indicating the words or images on your landing page of Patreon about it, it would be different. You would be. I see what you did there. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, that's smart, actually. Um, hmm. Well, I don't have that problem myself. I'm just gonna pass it along to our friends. Uh, we don't. I. My 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 Patreon is all this and photos that I take, and which is mostly PG thirteen. Mostly, I have a separate account Instagram for the not so PG thirteen ones. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It's that's not true. My social media is safe for work. Make sure to follow my personal Twitter and my fitness account on Instagram. Speaking of my which, personal Twitter is wild, Kate. It's very safe. Is it actually yours? Mm hmm. Because I, I love the okay. So earlier I tried to tag you in a post, right? Because I was on Twitter. I was like, oh yeah, let me uh, post, you know, today we're, we're streaming tonight. Um, and I just type in your name. Dude, there's so many fake accounts. <laughs> Oh yeah, is well, I have a lot of side ones too, so it just depends. Is your um, name with a number or your name spelled the letter switch? Um, no, and there's so many different ones. Like I can just type in uh, A M O U R um, A N, and then there's already a bunch of them, and then they're all using the same profile photos as yours. Yeah, no, and I don't um, know which one is like. I was always worried. It's like, am I gonna take the wrong one or like? On Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. Instagram, you're verified, yeah, so that's easier. The only ones on Twitter are Amaranth and Wildcate. Everything else is probably fake. Okay. Oh, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. You should get yourself a uh, Twitter verify. I would love to. I'm working on it. I'm trying to be. I I'm working with new management soon. So we're trying to like get the contracts in order and stuff and get the ball rolling. It's been hard with the corona, but... That supposedly they can get me Twitter verified. Supposedly, did, so we'll see. Did you did you submit? Did they take out the form? Like this is not available to. Yeah, I did. They never respond. I mean, I could try again. Maybe at the time they just weren't looking at it. I don't know. It was a long time ago when I tried. Okay. It was after I was verified on Instagram already. I tried it on Twitter and they didn't respond to me. I feel like that's how I did it because I got. Well, I also work in Silicon Valley, so it's a little bit easier at that time. Um, right. But now is but now it's a bit difficult. But yeah, it's, mm -hmm. once you have Instagram verify and the other ones as well, and then you have a huge following. Well, isn't your Twitter name Martin Wong? Uh, my Twitter no, my everything I have is Martin Wong photo on everything. Uh, well, your name's still on it. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's what they were. I think at the time that's what oh, they said that the, their reason was for not verifying me is because it doesn't have a real name on it, so without they can't verify that it's like actually Caitlin. You know. 
they can make it. That was a dumb excuse. Even though I sent screenshots to try and get it verified of like my emails with my name mm-hmm. and the settings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they, they didn't care. So it, it could be a brand. Like, I don't know. They, I, it's weird because is right now a lot of personality are also their own brand. So it's big enough to be like, well, there's more people following Jeffree Star than most companies. So I don't know why they would be like, right. Yeah. And I don't think that would be. It might be discriminating though because of um, the nature of content. Mm. Wait, no, but also you know, a lot of because I know they shadow ban based on the nature of content as well. It's... So it could have something to do with that. Yeah, um, maybe work with your management. They used to, like I think they used to verify my genre of pages, but not anymore. Oh, because like, I have I a lot of uh, a... creators in it that space. Depends when you mm. submitted the form, I think. Mm. There's a cutoff at some point. And also, I think with uh, politics, they kind of change rules often. Uh, mm-hmm. it, yes. It was difficult when I was working in Silicon Valley. Uh, one of the years was the um, presidential elections. So it was really tricky. That's like once, wherever presidential elections happens, there's a lot going on, and I we have to decide, like, what is allowed, what is not allowed, how to ban, not to ban, and this is it's a mess. Um, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, speaking of politics, I know this is really random. It's a chat. Um, what do There's you- a lot of streams that talk about politics. I just try not to because people tend to just start arguing in a chat. And I feel like politics is one of those things where it's everyone's going to believe what they already believe, and you're not, you're like 99% of the time, you're not going to be able to convince someone otherwise to believe your way if they don't already believe your way. Oh, like you're just yes. <laughs> arguing, you're just, just pissing into the wind. Especially Twitter. To, yeah, on, yeah, on Twitter. Like I would try to explain. It's so hard to explain to people because they don't want, they don't want to discuss. They want you to be wrong. Not only they want you to be right, they want you to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh. Chat's asking when did it change? Because there were um, adult film stars verified. I think it was 2018. They changed it on Twitter. I have some adult. I didn't get, yeah, I wasn't verified at first, and I did it after I was verified on Instagram, hoping that would help me get verified on Twitter. And at that point, it was too late. Mm. Yeah, I have a bunch of adult friends who are verified on Twitter as well. Um, mm-hmm. But again, policy change all the time, so it really mm-hmm. depends on the person. Same for your uh, Twitch partnership. It used to be a lot yeah. easier, and then. Now it's because no, actually, it's easier than it used to be. Is it? It's much easier than it used to be. I mm-hmm. thought they're tightening it because they don't want too many partner. I don't know. Uh, from from when I started streaming, I was lucky because I got into the creative program. Mm. But um, originally, they wouldn't allow you to be a partner unless you had five hundred concurrent uh, viewers in a gaming category. Five hundred. Yes, five hundred was the requirement. I got lucky because I partnered in creative, so we only needed like anywhere from like sixty to one hundred viewers concurrent because it's such a new category. Ashley, that's that's the woman that talked to us. But yes, um, from Twitch. No, but yeah, uh, back. But you know, they try creative really hard. Like even I tried it. I stream. You know, I, I do it now, but I do it through just chatting. But I will do editing photos sometimes. But people don't mm-hmm. really watch creative. <laughs> As much. No, they don't. In comparison. So that's that they even took out yeah. creative completely. This is making two different I think I honestly think it's because they don't 
push it enough on Twitch. Like they they shot it down before they really let it grow, you know, and then they split it up into so many different categories. It used to be one creative mm -hmm. category in general, and now it's like every creative genre has its own category. It's kind of witty split, yeah. Like, uh, I it made it more difficult. I wish cosplays got are you even painting? I mean, the biggest right now is still the biggest. Bob Ross. Bob Ross, exactly. And like, oh wow, you, like no matter how good you stream, you're still gonna get destroyed by Bob Ross when it comes to viewership in the creative department. Right. Uh, yeah. So I guess um, just like with just, just chatting, they kind of did that to themselves. Yeah, that's why I I paint in just chatting too. I just like talk to chat while I'm painting, and you know. Because my, my focus isn't the art itself. I'm just talking while I'm while I'm just painting while I'm talking. I guess. Is that you know? the same thing when you're doing pool stream, like hanging yeah. around the pool and just chat? Because well, just chatting has become like the new IRL, right? Because they had IRL and they decided for some some. Is IRL not a thing anymore? Some stupid person at Twitch decided. <laughs> So like, let's make it so that it's easier for people to find what they want to watch. And yet, still, it's not, it's actually harder now, you know? They decided to take IRL and divide it into many different categories. <laughs> I'm like, and now just chatting is the new IRL, basically, because no one sees the other categories. Like, they're not recommended to people. No. They're not promoted at the front of Twitch. So it's like, who would want to stream in, like, a category that no one's seeing? So is IRL <laughs> technically a category? Or not anymore. They now IRL is a tag. And oh, okay, it's a right, tag right. that falls under the just chatting category, like by default, like along with English if you're an yep. English streamer. So it's like it's basically IRL. Just chatting is now IRL. And they they accomplish nothing basically. Except confuse people for a while. I mean <laughs> I guess they're doing the best they can. Like compared to the other platform, I still think Twitch is still ahead. I think. I think it is ahead of the live streaming platforms. Yes, there are with things I wish they could adapt from other other sites like YouTube, for instance. Like with the hashtags, I wish they would bring those back. Kind of, um, you know, the mm. search. But and like, there's no discovery really on Twitch besides like a, a recommended thing, which is limited. I feel like YouTube's recommended list is a lot bigger mm. and more, you know. Would you would you jump to a different platform if they offer you a bag of money? That's what most of them did, like Facebook or YouTube, even I don't Microsoft know. Mixers. Because like I just feel like the jump wouldn't may not be very successful. I'm really not sure. At this point, I don't know. I it depends what platform, I guess. Yeah, I haven't looked it like, up, but I think Ninja is still not doing that great on Mixer. Yeah. And I just feel like people are inherently um, lazy. Like, no offense, guys, but I'm that way too. Yeah. Like, I don't want to learn a new app. New platform. And, like, yeah. how many of the creators that I currently follow are on this other app? Like, it's just a thing, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like it's yeah. just a barrier of entry. And that's the problem with people followers. always complaining about Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. They're like, oh, someone should make a new platform. And, like, trust me, there's always company making new social media platforms. Just nobody using it. Yeah, I th feel like if YouTube wanted to win at live streaming, they probably could, but they're busy owning the pre-made video aspect, you know? They. Because I feel like they, I feel like YouTube's discovery for live streaming is even worse. Unless you're like, the only time I've ever seen like a live stream have traction on YouTube is when Game of Thrones theories were 
hot like when the shows because the, it would be like some guy speculating what's going to happen tonight during game of thrones it would have like 10k live stream viewers because people are like all hyped you know it's like a like a worldwide phenomenon mm-hmm. type of exception i feel like otherwise um it's really difficult to get people to find you for live streaming on youtube because everyone uses youtube for not for that at the moment don't you still make a lot of youtube uh content like a lot i do is it most relative not not as much as twitch but i try to post a video a week at all on all my um different channels i have three different channels three different videos per week that i try to keep up with along with streaming and then the photo shoots and my other um platforms and <laughs> it's it's a lot it, it gets to be overwhelming but you so for youtube you have the vlog one you have the asmr one and then what's the last one gaming highlights i just added highlights. recently so Basically, um, I don't have to do too much on that. Mm. I have helpers who curate the content for me from it, um, which is like it's inconsistent a bit, a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I have to, I, I have like to hire editor for mine. Yeah. Um, tell me about ASMR though. How did you get into it? Hmm. ASMR is an interesting one. I actually started as a joke. So I kind of knew what ASMR was already because like um, I guess my dad wasn't into so much the like the human ASMR but like the nature sounds you know that you sleep to so and like that's kind of like noise? similar white yeah white noise tracks and such uh-huh. and when uh, one day when I was looking for like sleep uh, sounds on YouTube I saw ASMR and I was like this is interesting. I mean it just has the same effect relaxes you, helps you sleep um, and then I started trying it on my stream as a joke, mm-hmm. and my chat ended up actually liking it and wanted me to take it seriously. <laughs> I think the first time I did it was um, probably 2017, I think. I was in a Daenerys cosplay, and I was like whispering into a microphone, like Dothraki stuff with like paintbrushes. <laughs> like I was just like joking around, like a one off stream, and then. Uh, my viewers were spiking hard, and chat was like, "You should actually do this. It's really relaxing." I'm like, "Okay." And so I started ordering like the 3DO microphone, which is like the binaural one. With the ears. Ears on it. Yeah, yeah. And then I just kept going from there, and you- taught myself and experimented over time, and now it's a staple program. So, do you yourself get uh, the tinkle? I do sometimes. It depends on the sound. Um, Sometimes I can give it to myself. Usually it's from like when I'm listening to a video, not like as I'm doing it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do get them. It's just not as often as I used to when it was when I didn't do it every day. But it still relaxes me. It still puts me to sleep. And that's all I care about. I don't really care about the tingle. In fact, it's not like mm. the tingle isn't even like my favorite aspect of ASMR. I find that more like distracting from sleeping than anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like, I just want to go to sleep. Put me to sleep because I have ADD. So my mind just racing. If I if I don't have white noise to distract me, mm-hmm. I just stay up thinking too much. I, my mind's like a million directions. If I oversleep, I dream. But if not, I can sleep almost anywhere. I kind of had to train myself for that, um, especially on the plane. Oh, I can sleep anywhere. It's just if it's absolute mm. silence. Uh-huh. Like, I can sleep anywhere because the ambient noise mm. will put me to sleep. Like a car, moving car, plane. If I'm sitting anywhere in a public area, like waiting for my plane in a chair, like there's layovers and stuff, um, I can fall asleep instantly. But if it's absolute silence, like in my room where there's nothing going on, it just keeps my mind awake. 
So I silence is so loud for some reason in my mind. What about when you do sleep stream? Like do you? Have- I play a rain track ah. on my computer. And I also uh, have the air conditioning on, which is like loud in this room. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I had yeah. a ASMR YouTuber on the show a few weeks ago. Um, but yeah, it's crazy how big it have gotten. It was a really small thing, and then suddenly it blew up, and then everyone loves it. Well, you don't love it or you hate it. There's like no in between. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get really different crowd when you're doing ASMR versus like your auto stream? Oh yeah, it's way less toxic. Oh. <laughs> so yeah so do you announce people are in like a happy mode like oh good i get to relax you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. It, is it's it... a lot less trollish in asmr occasionally you get some perverts who are like could you like make blowjob sounds in the microphone and you're like no if that relaxes you you're gonna have a very boring life that's, i'm gonna be honest that's... if mouth sounds and blowjob sounds put you to sleep for, be prepared to be forever alone because no one's gonna want to have fun with that that's not fun like you know <laughs> Oh my god! Be prepared to just forever alone your life. That's um yeah. <laughs> Every time you get a blowjob, that like, well time to take a nap. <laughs> like oh, it's like really? You're missing the point of this. <laughs> um. So, do you have to announce when you're doing ASMR ahead of time, or like, cause like, or do you like stream re- irregularly, like whenever you want to stream this, you just go into it, or you just. Like, I don't know. Do you have a schedule? Uh, typically, it's at nighttime. I used to do it more, like, randomly. I would do it early and stuff. But since I started trying to, like, get, like, a actual streaming schedule consistently of programs, I don't really have time for it during the day anymore. Because if I'm not doing a photo shoot that day, then it's, like, it's a nice day for the pool day. Or it's, mm-hmm. like, I'm cooking that day. Or I'm doing gym stuff that day. And there's just, like, no time for ASMR during my day slots. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing other stuff. Um, so now it's just usually at night. It's like you can start as early as like 7 p.m., mm. but usually mm. it's around like 8 or 9, and then just goes into the night. Uh, I have another question. So like midnight or later. And let me know if you don't want to talk about it, but um, I talked to a, a few other streamers about this too. Stalker issue. <clears throat> do you have that problem? Or do you, are you, oh, yeah. you worried? No, I'm not really worried because... One, I got a attack dog. I like you know. Th- do you know what a Caucasian shepherd is? Mm, no. They are used in Russia as prison guard dogs. Okay, okay. And also used to run off bears and wolves. So I got one of those recently, and I'm also in Texas, so guns are illegal. Yes. So I'm not really scared about stalkers. Uh huh. Um, they're more of just a nuisance than an actual threat. I have had a situation before where a guy who's crazy, like they 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 are actually crazy because these types of people who end up stalking you, mm-hmm. they become so obsessed with you and think that when you're streaming, you're talking to them in like a one-on-one conversation. Mm-hmm. Or they don't realize it's a stream. They think it's like a Skype call with a girlfriend or something and you like don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. And he went from... I'm glad I found you on Twitch. I love watching your stream. To I'm glad you're my friend. To I'm glad you're my best friend. To I'm glad you're my girlfriend. To I'm glad we're engaged. To I'm in Houston. When is your friend coming to pick me up? That's okay. I'll just find a hotel in your area because I don't respond because he's a stranger. I don't know who this guy is. He's crazy. Jesus Christ. Because I had a P.O. box open. Uh And so we had the zip code Uh of the P.O. box. And he just went and he found a hotel in that area. Wow. And like kept messaging me with me not responding at all. 
wanting me to come and and meet him and be like, we're, we're going to be engaged. You're acting really, really immature right now. And then he was blaming it on my brother. The fact that I wasn't responding. He was like, it's your brother. He's keeping you from me. They're like, <laughs> like Jeez. this guy was insane. And so because he was in my area, presumably for like uh, a week or so, I had to stay at home because it was known to my stream that I go to the gym. How many gyms are there in that area? You know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I also go to the post office to pick up my PO box. So I couldn't go to the post office. Um, the, the social media knows what my dogs look like, mm -hmm. so I couldn't have my dogs outside. My dogs and I were on in like in the house on house arrest. Basically, mm -hmm. I couldn't go to the store because how many grocery stores are there in the area? Yep. You know, it's like. Yeah. It's like a process of elimination and don't want to take the risk. So I was like on house arrest until um, I saw on his social media that he was back in his own country. Oh my God. Like he flew oh, from Canada. He's never from this country. No, he's not. He's from Canada. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, I know. I we I have friends that have the same similar situation, you know, uh, where they, you know, pretend to um, be postal delivery and to find out where you live. They would like knock on each door oh. to find out. Yeah, it's... It's it's scary and also like it, again it's an it's annoying because like you are now being quarantined without <laughs> doing anything other than mm -hmm. like oh I guess I'm stuck in my house for like at least a week until I can stalk him back to like please leave please are you home are you back in a different country so I can go yeah. out and do my normal life yeah like that's why it's very annoying most of us cannot take yeah. photos like in front of our house anymore um, no just, ugh, I don't know I. Yeah, I don't know. I would want that life, <laughs> but I am living that life yeah. too. So, it's kind of yeah, I've come to realize the more I do this, and it's like I I'm not gonna say that I wish I hadn't done it because it's provided me with so much opportunity to do what I actually want to do eventually. You know, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I will say though that as I get more involved in social media, the more I'm realizing that it's not like the dream is not to be famous. The dream is not to have people know your name and want to cause you harm. The dream is to be a nobody. Who can get that attention fill when you want to? Mm -hmm. Like you can go dress up, go out, people pay attention to you, people admire, you, people stare at you, people catcall you. You get that endorphins and like the confidence boost, and you go home and no one knows who you are, mm -hmm. and they don't bother you. Like that would be like the, that's the best the, balance I feel. The problem is that they, they're they're chained, they're linked together. You can't just like, oh yeah, I would love. You no, know, social media they are, but to be like a normal person, yeah, that's like who isn't on social media. That would be like the best balance is to have your shit together. Have a successful career to do what you want, but have no one know who you are. That's like the the best I feel. That is why a lot of um, celebrities they like to travel abroad, you know, to other countries because you know if some places that you know don't really follow American um, celebrities, then they're like, oh, I have right. no idea who you are. You just here for vacation, great, you know, uh, mm -hmm. or even some private islands or whatever. So because then they can act like a normal human being, you know, they could just right. like, oh yeah, I will do. Go to a restaurant, eat without someone bothering me or like giving you that look. Actually, do you get that? Have you ever went outside and made people give you that look? It's like, I think I know her. Think, yes. And <laughs> yes. It's usually it it every time so far in Houston at least. I've gotten it from random places in California. But in Houston, it's always been a hot topic. Like that's just the type of people who work at Hot Topic who oh. would know the cosplayers because it's like a like a nerd store, I guess. Now it's not it now, yeah. like it used to be. It, now it's like pop culture and nerd stuff. It's really different, yeah. So it's always hot topics at different malls. <laughs> They're like, Are you Amaranth? I follow you on Instagram. 
<laughs> do you ever approach right them now? first? It's like, hi, yes. And do you want a picture? <laughs> no, they always ask me because I'm just like checking out my stuff, you know, because I like I'll shop. I like shopping there. And mm -hmm. so it's like I'll buy my stuff. And at the counter, they're like, are you Amaran? I'm like, usually I'm streaming. So I'm like, yes, this is a content opportunity. <laughs> But I'm either vlogging or streaming typically if I'm at the mall. So that's the same thing yeah, I, I say too. To like everything I do now, it's like, yes, I can do this. Or it can be doing this, but also content. Right. That's why I feel guilty now. If I try to play a game like Animal Crossing, like off stream, I had to stop playing it because I had, I literally don't have free time. And so at like 3 a.m., I was trying to play Animal Crossing when I have to wake up again three hours. I'm like, this is bad. I need to stop. So, <laughs> so I'm like, it makes me feel guilty though to try and play games off stream because it's like, I could be streaming this right now and contributing towards my goal. And but then I'm like, <laughs> I know that on stream, it's, I'm not, a, I'm not entertaining when I play those types of games. I'm just the kind of person that gets sucked into the game mm -hmm. and I can't multitask that very well. I can't like, entertain a stream and have fun at my game like oh definitely not yeah there were i'm not good at that. there were times that i would be streaming playing a video game like league of legends or something and then i would like guys i'm tired you know i'm gonna take a break i'm gonna stop streaming for the day thank you for watching da -da 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 -da, and then i end the stream so then i can play the game to enjoy playing the game not <laughs> yeah it's different you know because i i care more about maybe it's just like you too right i care more about the stream when i'm streaming so i want to make sure they're entertained mm -hmm. they're not just like not ignoring them is like this guy's just not even talking and just playing his game. So I'm making sure I'm entertaining. So it's very different for me to very focus on the game to be very good at it. Right. So have you thought about having I, I know some people they have side accounts, like some of the big streamer guys have side accounts to mm -hmm. where like that is their free time monetization. So they have like their main account that gets sponsors and stuff. They entertain mm -hmm. us with an own for and they have a side account where they don't even have a camera on. They don't talk to chat at all. And they just literally stream their gameplay and like enjoy their game in their own mind, you know, without just stressing chat. And sometimes people can watch and give ad money and donate. But and stuff, you knowing know? us, we'd be like, <laughs> yes, we can do that. Or we can stream it. <laughs> right, it could right. Be That's the main how I am, right? Like I could be saying, like, "Thanks I for the sub." I could do that, or I could stream my main account and get more profit off of it if I'm gonna bother playing it at all. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it comes down to that again: that gaming is not my passion. You mm -hmm. know, like it's something I enjoy, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it's just a time killer for when I don't have Same. my passion that I can use. It, so it's like, <laughs> I, I wasn't. It, it's strange because uh, it's great and strange because I'm a guy. Uh, I wasn't really like raised as a nerd like you know i'm from hong kong um i i watch and <laughs> i watch anime uh but that i didn't go out my way to watch anime because back in the days um uh, in america like when you have to watch anime you have to join the anime club in high school or something and they will buy VH vhs tape and then just all watch it together or something and then later tsunami but right. before that you got nothing you just kind of hopefully you, you you'll find it somewhere there's no internet wasn't really big so you can't really like find manga as well uh for me it wasn't the case dragon ball z is a normal tv on the on my yeah yeah when i was like seven like or something WB. yeah exactly so then it's yeah. like sesame street because <laughs> you know mm -hmm. violence is not a problem there too so it's like okay cool it's just normal daytime tv for me uh after that's what it was for me my family didn't have cable or anything so it was just like the local programming mm -hmm. and how i grew up so pbs kids and kids at pb yeah and i grew up on uh, speaking of which, um, before I go back to that story, is that um, that's how I explain streaming to older generation people who don't understand what streaming is. 
Because they'll be like, oh, why do you, why are you streaming? And like, how are you getting paid for it? Like, why are people giving you money? Why are they donating? Why are they subbing? And so my explanation to them is like, it's like PBS for viewers like you. And, you know, sometimes they do like, hey, you know, we're doing a donation run or a charity run or no, not charity, but donation run where it's like, hey, we'll send you a bag or something, but donate to PBS so we can make better programming. So that's kind of how streaming is, you know, like people pay you because they're entertained by watching you that program that they like. Um, right. That's how I see it. But yeah, so I wasn't mm. really grew up as a nerd, but no one questioned me because I'm an Asian guy. <laughs> like I go to PAX all the time. I, my experience was way different then. <laughs> I had everyone like shunning me because like it wasn't the stereotypical thing for a girl to like Pokemon or Power Rangers or like Yu-Gi-Oh or Digimon. Uh-huh. I was like the outcast because the girls were like, that's weird. Like they they only like Sailor Moon. And I was a big tomboy growing up because I'm the youngest and I only have brothers, no sisters. Mm. And so I was like, I was always rejecting girly stuff so that I, my brother would accept me. <laughs> and so I'm like, Sailor Moon, that's girl, that's too girly for me. I was like, I'm much always dragging along my brother trying to play sports and like didn't like dresses, was always in shorts. Um, so I rejected anything that was like too girly just for, by the nature of it because I if I didn't then I would have no one to play with cuz mm-hmm. I only had brothers. <laughs> so <laughs> so I did not like that at all and they hated the fact that I only liked the tomboy type stuff. So I didn't fit in with the girls, but because I had cooties I also didn't fit in with the boys. <laughs> so I had a very lonely childhood. <laughs> and that's I think that's when I truly discovered my love for animals. Because mm. the girls on the street wouldn't play with me. The guys thought I had cooties. And so the dogs, though, would come into my yard and just, like, <laughs> pet me, neighborhood dogs. So I'm like, you're my best and only friend. <laughs> I love you so much. You know, I grew up on, like, the animal Disney movies and Homeward Bound and Airbud, oh. All those 90s animal movies. And yeah. that's just how that started. I mean, it's just like most of us. Lonely that... nerd with only animals for friends. I wasn't as much of a nerd, but I was definitely also a lonely outcast in high school i got some friends but there's also not as cool being an asian immigrant uh but yeah like i, I was saying to like at, at conventions is i forgot who i was talking to but we were saying that some people try to pull like oh i was um i was bully back in uh school you know and then that's why i go to conventions and they're trying to play the the card that like oh i got bully and like Please, everyone. We got all bullied. got bullied. Yeah, if you go to a yeah. convention, we all got bullied like, at one point. Got <laughs> you can't play. You that don't card. have to be a little bitch about it. Yeah, <laughs> that should not be what defines you. Like we, oh, that's why we're here. Why do you think we're all here? So isn't that ironic that we all got bullied, and then on, at conventions, the culture of that, and like on Twitch especially, now the nerds are bullying people for not being nerdy enough in their eyes. You know, like I think they never had that chance. Like, you're not a real gamer. You're a fake gamer girl. You don't actually like this because you're a girl. It's like. That's the thing. Like they, it's so <laughs> the ironic. Become the bullies. Yeah, because they never had the chance, and they're like, no, I can power trip and I can bully other people. Makes them feel good. Mm-hmm. Which is like, no, you know how bad it was. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sure you get that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Lots of bullies out there now who were like, I know you were a bullied loser in school too. That your friend, that other people called you, you know. Mm-hmm. That's how you're labeled as. We all were labeled the same thing. If you like this kind of stuff, you were not because cool. that's the time we grew up in. The Zoomers, maybe not. I mean, oh, now no. they're like oh, it's cool. so cool now. Like uh, I was talking to a younger generation of nerds and cosplayer to see, you know, how is it like now in school? Like, do you guys get bullied or like what is it like to be popular? 
uh, the popular kids now are the one that who are on TikTok. So oh, yeah. the, it's, it's, I mean, the jock is still popular, but the one that who are also very popular now are the kids who are popular on the internet. So I didn't right, have that growing up. Media. Yeah, social media. Mm -hmm. So it's very strange. So I'm not sure is it better or worse. Like, do people get, get picked on differently? Like, I'm sure if you're a weird, like people will still isolate you. But having a new way of being cool and popular, it might change the dynamic a lot. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, it's it's cool though. I feel like for some people, they can finally be cool without liking normal stuff. That's good for them. But I don't know who are the the outcast now if it's not the nerds anymore because all the nerd culture like pop culture marvels is cool marvel is super cool liking spider-man wasn't cool at one point now it's like oh yeah tom holland he's so hot everyone's cute yeah know. right yeah so oh chris Hemsworth. oh yeah exactly chris evans uh, now, now it's like yeah right so um i don't know that's a good question zoomers in the chat who who are the outcasts would you do if you're in high school right now or junior high who are the outcasts would you want to what do high school again are the uncool kids would you want to do high school again would i want to do high school again yeah even oh, what you know right now <laughs> only if i didn't feel like i had to experience it in the present like if i could like mess up the space-time continuum just watch it and be in high school like as who i am now uh -huh. keep my social media clout maybe just to see what what how changes people, yeah how, people were active. how much more social how much more like socially adequate did i become but because yeah. <laughs> now i would be like instead of like a cool kid you know but um as far as do i want to experience it again hell no <laughs> <laughs> i tried so hard to be cool like it was uh it was right uh, I didn't try. I I learned from a young age, you know, like by elementary, I knew that I wasn't a cool kid. I was always like the teacher's pet. And I was always like this. I was like basically Hermione in school. First, I was like the goody two shoes, never did anything wrong, smart, always raised my hand to answer questions. Do you know the actress? And the other kids hated that. The actress was also actually a nerd in school. And then she got <laughs> picked on so much in school that she has to drop out because of Harry Potter. Like whenever she yeah, answer question, yeah. I, I, again, this is a story I read. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but there were stories saying that like she would answer a question or whatever. Anytime she say anything in school, someone will someone will go like ten points to Gryffindor. Uh, it was just mm -hmm. it was it was it was bad for yeah, her. Yeah, I actually had like my this is like my normal hair color is the brown, and I actually have like really bushy curly because I'm Italian, so I have like super thick, coarse hair, and so I actually looked like Hermione. These people would just call me that to. To, to mock me when I would raise my hands. <laughs> you know, like, like it's Hermione over here. It's, of course. Oh, but she knows the answer. Yep, there it is. Mm. Yep. <laughs> you just judged me a lot. It's okay. Uh, do you, not fine. Do you only not have really, but yeah. functional. Do you only have older brothers or older and younger? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm the youngest, the only older oh, right, brothers. Right, so youngest. Which is why I was like, you know, because when you're the youngest, you're always like trying to fit in with the older yes. siblings. Because you're like, let me tag along because be cool. there's no one else to play with otherwise. Mm -hmm. That's why mm -hmm. I w went super hardcore tomboy mode and like shun. I didn't like the color pink or purple in my elementary years. Uh -huh. I didn't like dresses. I wasn't even into Disney princesses. I was like, ugh. I did when I went to Disney World in second grade, I only wanted Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I didn't want any of the princesses. I was like, ew, Magic Kingdom. I'll ride the teacups and I'm out of here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like spinning, but I didn't want anything to do with princesses. 
no dresses, no frilly colors, no 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 girly stuff for me. How how's your Ooh, family seeing your whole content creator life? Streaming, photos, all kinds of stuff. Are they very supportive? Um, they 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 are now. At first, because I'm raised conservative Baptist. Oh, that's very different. <laughs> that's a, they weren't they weren't at first, but after they realized, like, hey, wait a second, she's our only kid who never asks us for for money, who never like has the help she needs and has and has moved out. She got her and shit together. Is not getting pregnant and not getting involved in drugs and not getting STDs or anything. She doesn't even like bother us and still talks to us on holidays. This is fine. <laughs> you know, I feel like the standard the day, every parent just wants their kid to like not be a leech and be successful and not be in danger, which check, check, check all of those things. So there we go. That's great. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I, I feel more guilty now because like I, my families are also very supportive of what I do. And I feel like I'm not doing good enough. I'm like, I need to make sure I'm doing well, making sure I'm happy, making sure my parents are happy. And I'm alone. I'm an only child. So I don't have any brother or oh, sister. Okay. So I enjoy mm -hmm. it though. I, I don't, uh, I get, I get to hang out, you know, uh, with my parents as a kid, you know, we're going to travel around the world. You know, I feel like it would be more difficult if I have sibling. My parents asked me if I want any brother and sister. I said, no. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. It's like, do you want a little brother, a little sister? Like, how old were you when they asked? I think I was around five or six. That's my guess. Oh, I was very young. I was very young when I was asked that question. Interesting that they asked. Yeah. Usually the parents just decide to, and the kid, the sibling has to deal with it. Oh yeah. I oh, think. definitely. Um, but I got, I got lucky. I, because I was traveling with my parents since I was three around the world. Mm -hmm. We're very traveler type kind of people. Uh, and also, Aww. traveling is very easy kind of in Hong Kong. It's because Hong Kong lifestyle is a little bit different too. America is great. You know, you can go to all different places. America is huge. But Hong Kong, you have a very nine to five work style. People work very hard. So traveling is kind of their entertainment, you know. And travel hopping mm -hmm. from one to the other is very easy. Um, like going to Japan, going to Taiwan, you know. Like me flying from Hong Kong to Taiwan is only like a $100 flight. Uh, to Japan, it's like a few hundreds. It's it's very cheap, like two or three hundreds, and it's nearby. Um, mm -hmm. the, the point is that, like, no, we, I traveled since I was three years old. And then I was, like, they asked me, do I want a sibling? It's like, F no. Of course, I didn't say F no, but, like, F that. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want all the love to myself and all the travel and all the toys and all the candies. Yeah. So I was a little bit uh, more selfish uh, on that part. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh... Did your parents wanted that many kids or did they want it more? I know this is a weird question to ask. No, they, they my mom see my mom uh has had two marriages. So the mm. first time he was he ended up being abusive and so she left with my oldest brother. Mm. So he's my half brother. And then the second time around, she wanted to have a girl. Ended up having my brother instead. And then she's like, Well, I'm gonna try one more time. And then she got a girl. She's like, Okay, I'm done. Tie my tubes. <laughs> so she wanted a girl. <laughs> And so I, I was the only wanted child that she had. Do you want child someday? I, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't mind it. But if it was up to me making the decision, no. But, like, if I had a partner and, like, everything was perfect and, like, we had our money in order, like, we, that child would never want for anything. Mm -hmm. 
then I would be open to it. But even then, I wouldn't have a desire, I think, because I, I just am too dedicated to animals. And they're like my children. <laughs> so I know they're not the same to people who actually have children. They're like, it's mm -hmm. not the, your dog and your child is not the same. But to a person who doesn't have children, the dog are my children, you know? So um, the dogs are all my babies. I mean, if it was the right time and the right person and they wanted to have a family, I would be open to it. But I wouldn't want to ever have to say no to the child because of money. Because the first feeling I feel like would be like, well, why does why why does Kathy get a trampoline in the backyard? And I don't. Mm -hmm. It's not fair. And I don't want to be like, because we don't have as much money because we decided to have you instead of saving money. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I don't want to have to say no to my kids because of a money issue. So it would be like. <laughs> I don't want to have to not be able to afford if college is still a thing, if it's even effective. Right now, it doesn't really matter. But if someday that changes and like schooling is actually important again, then I wouldn't want to have to be like, oh, we can't afford that school. Sorry. You know, that's, it would be like, <laughs> that's a weird yeah, thing yeah. to say. Why can't we afford this? Because of you. Right. <laughs> I, I would know. I wouldn't say that to the kids. I, I know. I know. But that's how it is like. But like, uh, like I had money until you were bored. Kind of. You know? Kind of like, ironic. I don't yeah. want to have to have that type of thing where I have to say no to a kid because of money problems. Yeah. So it would have to be like a perfect environment. You know, like secure in the relationship, secure in the partner. Make sure that's actually something they want. Make sure they're not going to like change their mind later. Have like divorce issues. Make sure if there ever is an issue, therapy would be a thing. <laughs> To like not break up the family because I feel like that fucks up a kid. Oh yeah, to some degree. I think so. It has to be like effect, yeah. a literally perfect situation. And I I know the world doesn't work like that typically, so mm -hmm. probably not. But I mean, we, I would still be open to it. We didn't, didn't grow happen. up doing this. That's we didn't think about like this is my job. I'm gonna be streaming or like doing content creation or being a yeah. influencer. That was not even an option. So I'm sure it's gonna change by then. Oh yeah. And right now, like, especially considering, like, my type of lifestyle, like, I've thought about it recently because my mom's always like, when are you going to pop out some grandbabies for me? Your brothers are hopeless. So <laughs> I'm like, mom, I like, hate to break it to you, but just accept the dog as your grandkids. Because mm, I don't know, because considering that I'm a live streamer and, like, just online person in general, like, I wouldn't want to bring a kid into this world because can you imagine, like, the social scrutiny they would get? Oh, like, yeah. from, like, their friends, yeah. like, your mom is this? You know, like, they would be, like, they have friends constantly trying to leech off of them. Or, like, they would always have, um, like, pedophiles looking at them if they were online at all just because of the amount of followers I have. You know, some mm -hmm. of them have to be pedophiles from a statistic base. Yeah. And so it's just, like, no, I don't want them to have stalkers, and I wouldn't want them to have people trying to use them because of who their parents are. That you know, that is something I so, haven't thought about. Yeah, that's yeah, that's worryful. I think it's a bad idea. <laughs> uh, the only time I would be able to have a kid, I feel, is if I disappeared from the internet entirely. Like, yeah, maybe you you just know? do something else or retire. Yeah, I mean, would you have to? I guess people ask that before too. Like, same as tattoos. Like, oh, when you get older, are you like, are you gonna regret it or something? I don't know. Would it change? Do I have to explain to kids what we do? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, because I feel like eventually they would get it, but at a younger age, it's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even there's... I mean, eventually, one day, like, I want to do, like, you know, Animal Rescue as my main content. Like, I'll still be streaming, and I'll still be doing, like, ASMR probably occasionally, but, like, there'll be a lot more variety in the content. Eventually, if, if the internet is still, like, live streaming and YouTube creation are still a thing when I'm, like, in my like late late 30s or something maybe then because then I'll, I'll have transitioned my content and hopefully like the creepy people will have outgrown me you know 
<laughs> I don't know. Maybe then it would be more feasible to have online and kids. But like right now is not a like yeah. danger zone. I feel. Yeah. yeah. As long as you don't have a uh, Tiger King situation with your animal stuff. <laughs> no. Have you seen the show? Uh, I have not watched it because I don't want. I don't want to watch a thing that like alludes to animal abuse. It just makes me cry. So I haven't watched it. It's a little but... bit messy. Uh, it's yeah. they. I mean. That's not too much animal abuse, I think. If any, maybe it's kind of hard to tell. It's more like messy people who can't handle being animal caretakers. That's it's more about mm -hmm. the people than the animal. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's it's a uh, definitely a strange situation. Um, but I mean, good luck. Mm -hmm. Good luck on the whole uh getting the animal rescue thing. It's it's not easy. Uh, and yeah, definitely not. Like, I think the overhead, uh, like, I was looking at some of the facilities that run it, and, like, the reason why I'm, like, so motivated to make this happen is because they need donations to survive, because mm -hmm. their overhead to, like, run the kind of facility I want to run is, like, $2 million a year. Mm -hmm. Like, for just to, like, to oh, run yeah. the thing. Just, like, to make it possible. Even just Because, like, you alone. have to pay for the land, the facilities. Mm -hmm. Each animal costs roughly $1,000 each to maintain over a year's time. Mm -hmm. each, like, a dog is, like, the minimum, like, $1,000 a year on average to have and if you want to have like five to six hundred dogs it's a lot of money how, how you know and then you have to pay employees you have to have an on-site vet if you're a shelter type system so they can do spay and neuters and checkups whenever you bring a dog in mm -hmm. they, get, they have to have a salary ceo has to have a salary mm -hmm. who manages the day-to-day -day stuff because you can't run like a, a legit like non-profit organization that would want that people would mm. want to sponsor like on a company level and like on a celebrity level that like, they want to sponsor legit stuff mm -hmm. like a 501. So you yeah. Have to, 501 yeah yeah you have to have everything in order yeah and that would and that's expensive oh definitely so, oh, yeah that's why i'm like i gotta stream every day <laughs> i still like it fortunately i haven't burned out i don't think at this point i can burn out if i've been doing it for almost four years and haven't felt the burnout i don't think i will just because i'm so impassioned by something it's it's I feel like I'm like a rare case where it's like I found out what I want to do for the rest of my life and I'm very devoted to that. The Most people real. I think who do streaming are just streaming for the sake of surviving, you know? They're like living mm -hmm. like not with without a like an overarching like motivation, just like money so I can have freedom, but they don't know what that freedom is, right? So it's like, "Oh, I'm pretty good right now." But they can't but for get me, freedom. Like, yeah, if they spending so yeah. much time streaming. Right. For me, though, I don't need freedom. I just need to be able to pull off my dream because, like, I've actually found, like, the perfect thing. Because a lot of people, when they achieve a goal, they'll find that the journey getting there is more fulfilling than the actual goal. Because then it's like a now what situation. You know, it's mm. like a video game. That's why a video game has a business. Because it's like you complete a game and it was fun getting there. But once you complete the game, now what? You have to find a new game. Mm -hmm. But for this kind of thing, I think as long as I will survive, even with stem cell research, who knows how long we'll, we might be immortal. But um, I feel like as long as I will live, there will always be animals to rescue. So my mission will never be, have an end. Mm. It is just something that I'll be constantly passionate about and keep going. I'll never have a now what. So I think that's why I have like unique situation where I haven't found a burnout yet. Because I've found a passion that doesn't have an end. So it's like a video game that there is no end to. So there's always something you know? to drive you to keep going. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I feel like that's even more burnout though. <laughs> No, it's it's not because I feel like burnout is like when you don't have a goal in mind and you're just like, oh, I'm doing this thing. What for? I want to do something else right now. But for me, because there's only one thing I want to do, there's only like a certain course that will lead to that. You know? Uh-huh. 
So it's like, I don't think that I can, can burn out at this point. So maybe I should give me some more background. Um, animal rescue. <laughs> why, why is it a, um, why is that needed? Like, what, are we in a world that animals are being very great and not needing rescue right now? Dogs are such pure, innocent souls. They're like, to me, they're angels on earth. Mm. They're innocent. They don't have bad intentions. There's no bad dogs, only bad people. Who's like, you know, okay. dogs by nature, they're loving. They, they have unconditional love and they don't live very long. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, how shitty is it that a big portion of their lives, they might be on the street or they might be in like an abusive situation. And to a dog, think about it. Like you have a life. A dog is part of your life if you have one. You see it when you come home and that's it. But to a dog, you're its entire world. It waits all day waiting for you. And imagine like only getting 10 years of that mm. versus for you, it's part of your life and you're living like potentially 100 years. Yeah. So it's like, like 10 you, times. It's like much less significant. But to a dog, you're its entire life. Oh, yeah. You're gone for eight hours you a know? day. That's like yeah. 80 hours. <laughs> yeah. It's, and I feel like there's so many out there who just need a loving home. And so it's like, even if they don't get adopted, because they're not all dogs that people are going to, there's not, all dogs are not adoptable. They have health issues that sometimes they're just like a breed issue and they're not allowed in a certain area. Like I get it, but mm. I want to, I want to provide like a, a ranch that dogs can stay at no matter what. Right. It's like, mm. you can live here forever. I don't mind if you never get adopted. I hope that you will. So I can have more capacity to save more dogs. But if you live forever on the ranch, I'm fine with that. At least you have a home. You're not on the street. You're not starving. You're not like being deprived of love and affection that you need in your life to be fulfilled. It's like you have mm. everything you need. I, you basically my dog if you end up never getting adopted, you know? That's nice. So, yeah. And I want to I save horses too. That's like a side thing also. The main thing is dogs because horses are way more expensive. Oh, yeah. That's like a, if I can horses because there are so many horses out there that get put down when they get a leg injury on a race. Oh, right, right, right. I, hear, I heard like about it. On the track, they will put it down because to them, even though the horse would be fine, like it won't be able to race again, mm -hmm. but it could still walk again and have a healthy life. To them, the life of the horse is not worth it to like to their business. Expensive, so they just huh? put down yeah. the horse. Yeah. How old your horses get? And I get? think that's really sad. Horses can live to like mid 30s. Wow. And, and it's so sad because a lot of the horse racing is like anywhere from like two to four years old. Mm. So their life is just being cut short. Like, oh, oh, you can't run anymore. Yeah, fuck you. It's like <laughs> I'm glad we don't do that to Olympians where we don't like. Right. It's insane. We don't like, oh, you can't, you know, do like swimming anymore. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. It sucks. Uh, what about um, for, for, so for the dogs that you're going to race? Oh, no, no, sorry. Now I remember. Race dog. Isn't that a same situation? Is racing dog a thing? Is that an American thing? Is it a what situation? Sorry. Do do they have dog racing in America? Dog racing? Yeah, dog, like running. Oh, racing. Yeah. Yes, they do. They have Greyhound racing. Um, I don't think it's... they. I don't think they regard the, the race dogs the same way because dogs aren't as expensive to keep. And I feel like people see dogs as companions, whereas for horses aren't seen as companion animals too much. Like dogs in particular can be companion animals and dedicate their existence to the enrichment of people's lives, whether it's like just like an emotional uh -huh. um, benefit uh -huh. or like actual service dog benefit. Sometimes they're like therapy dogs, etc. And like you want to create a safety net for them so that None fall through the cracks or of not being wanted. You know, it's like, mm. I want to have like a home for them to stay at. Yeah. Because they're actually like, they're not only are they precious in themselves, but they can actually help a lot of people. You know, mm -hmm. like a dog can provide you like infinite 
companionship potentially like if you were a lonely person and like you don't have friends like i did that's how i survived my loneliness because i got dogs you know and it's Mm -hmm. like they make you feel fulfilled give you a purpose give you a purpose to wake up every morning especially elderly dogs like there's um a lot of shelters do like that i follow do like an like a senior for senior program and they have like senior dogs so that senior citizens, if their partner has died or whatever, mm-hmm. they have no reason mm-hmm. to wake up. Their life is so lonely. Mm-hmm. And like the senior dog is just chill. It doesn't need a lot of running. But senior dogs are actually like the second most popular dog to get put down in shelters okay. right after pit bulls mm-hmm. because everyone wants a puppy, you know? Mm-hmm. And so senior dogs actually can are very chill. They're already housebroken. They already know their tricks. They already have well manners. They just want like a, a loving environment yeah. to finish their life in. And they can actually provide a lot of benefits to seniors because they're chill too and they can't be as active. And so it's like a perfect companionship to help people. And like there's just not much help for them because in a lot of shelters, they get put down in like a week if they're not adopted. They'll have like a week to be... That's sad. That's scary. Or they get euthanized. Like it's been here for a week. It's your time. Time to euthanize you because no one adopted you in a week. I was, Can you imagine if you lost your dog and it was it wound up in a pound for a week and you didn't know where it was and you were searching for it and in a week it dies? Imagine that's your kid. It's like uh, some like a human kid. It's like, oh, my it's kid got lost. It. A week later, it's like, well, kid, you've been here for too long. Right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, like, it just makes me so mad. Yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking earlier too. I post about it as well. I wonder do dogs currently are wondering like pet stock at home? Are they wondering... What they have done right to earn their owners to stay at home every day now because of quarantine. <laughs> right, they're like, what did I do? They're gonna be like so messed up when they go back to right? work. If they go back to like, a, like, like a, yeah. Where'd you go? You were supposed to be here, and now you're gone again. Like, ten, like eight hours, it's nine a, hours a day. Like a TikTok friend on that recently too. Yeah. It's like I've been asking my human every day for the past three hundred days to stay home with me, and finally they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. They're gonna be so sad when everyone goes back to work. It'd be such a strange yeah, transition. So, they're gonna have separation anxiety. Again, it's like what ten hours a day. If you times that by ten, that's like hundred hours. That's more. Most than- of their life, they're spent alone waiting for you. Especially if you keep them in a crate. Some people don't have yards, you know. Mm-hmm. But most of the dog's life is in a crate. Isn't that sad? Yes. Like, I mean, I I'm barely doing it. I I have housemates so that help, but I I'm stuck at home. I'm still like going a little bit crazy every day because of quarantine. Mm-hmm. So. No, I, like they're social creatures. Yeah, they need, they need loving homes. Like I would go to get like fast food drive routes just so I could have some human interactions, like through yeah. the window. No, it uh, streaming did that to me long before the coronavirus did. Like I would go out to the grocery store mm-hmm. and I would be like, like not streaming. It's like, <laughs> whoa, it's so bright. There's noise. Air. What is this? People. Because <laughs> I used to be used to staying in a stream environment all day mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Best of luck on everything, especially on, you know, your sanctuary for dogs and animals in general. Um, How can people find you? On Instagram, I have my main account, Amaranth, and I also have an Amaranth fitness account. You know, it's always good to have a personal account. Mm -hmm. And on Twitter, I have my main one, Amaranth, and then my personal one, Wildcate, where I talk a little bit more about like industry type stuff and it's more safe for work. Mm-hmm. And on YouTube, I have my main Amaranth channel. It's all spelled the same way. Um, What'd you get a name? I also have an ASMR one. Sorry, I interrupted Where did I get the name Amaranth? Yeah. From the flower? Kind of? Because it's spelled differently? Kind of, yeah. And 
I was actually just looking up random names back when DeviantArt was so popular. Like when I started cosplay, like <clears throat> 2010, I was looking up like Latin names because I'm like, I don't know what to call it. And so Amaranth came up and and I was like, that's kind of nice. But that the regular flower version was taken on DeviantArt. So mm -hmm. I changed it to have the root word for love instead because it sounded the same to me. And that was available. I'm like, I'll go with that. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> I'll take that. Like, there are so many other names I'd rather have now. But uh, but since my social media is already used to that name, I can't change at this point. What would you have works, changed so. it to if this is not the one you picked? Have you thought about I it? I don't want to say, actually, because so use if I ever do like something else, probably at this point, Wildcade, because that's my personal Twitter. I like that. But there are other names that I, I would like to use if I ever like decided to rebrand someday that I won't say because I don't want people to take those. Oh, they will names. instantly. But yeah, but um, Wildcade's cool. I already have that on Instagram and Twitter, so it's fine. Do you do TikTok? <laughs> I do. I have Amaranth on TikTok also. Hmm. It's, so how is your TikTok content like on TikTok? Like are, are people engaging, people loving it? Not um Is it sexy, funny, or I'm not what is very it? consistent. I do I tried to do like every other day originally when I first got it. And then I started doing like every week. And now I'm like every other week if I can because I'm just so busy. <laughs> so it's hard to grow now on TikTok, I find. Oh, I think is. the first few posts by the algorithm are like it was so easy in the beginning. Pushed. Right. And now I'm like now, especially in quarantine, because everyone's posting, it's so hard to get like a thing that goes viral because every there's so many new videos out every day now. And it's such a hit or miss now. Um mm -hmm. is you either like it's really random. Like and also it doesn't matter about which quality content. It could be the dumbest shit and then you're like Ooh. Right. Some of the stuff I thought was like the, the lowest effort and crappiest thing I did ended up doing the best likewise. So yeah, I, I have a few videos that have a few million views, <laughs> no production value, no nothing, just a cell phone, exactly. some random yep. videos and that, that blow up and it's like, cool, cool. I guess, I guess yep. that's the life now. All right. Well, anyway, yep. thank you so much for, you know, being on the show. Uh, you know, once it's over, uh, let me know when you come back out to LA, let's hang out, let's grab food something yeah drinks be fun yeah absolutely i don't go to yeah. texas too often but if i do i'll hit you up okay sounds good all right well thank you everyone for joining tonight uh i you know thanks for having me yeah yeah enjoy uh, also let me know when you do your stream stuff uh your podcast or whatever you're doing especially the cosplay one let me know okay i'll hop on yeah i'll message you all right well everyone else have a great night uh again you can watch this on twitch on youtube on every where else like podcasts you can listen to itunes spotify it's modern one photo and other than that have a great night i'll see y'all next time bye